On this podcast, you're going to hear Ashley and myself as we dig in. If you heard yesterday's episode, you would have known that I am alone at the house. The kids, the wife, everyone's gone in South Carolina for summer camp. And because of the show, you know, I just can't take off time like that. So I'm here. What did I do by myself, though, that I'm considering shameful? All right. I share that as well as uh, us talking about Jeff Bezos and the fact that Blue Origin, the space launch of the Shepard rocket and the humans that are going to be on board. uh, We talked about that on today's show. So all that is in this podcast that starts right now. All right. So it's me and Ashley right here. Ash, uh, today was National Lollipop Day. Always a day for something. Always a day for something. I know. And as I sat there, I was like, National Lollipop Day. Like, who comes up with this? But you know what? We're going to go off that because uh, there's a certain candy shop that we go to. It used to be in downtown Winter Garden, and then they ended up moving out to Claremont, and we just visited it the other day. Miss B's Candy Shop. Oh, uh, fine. Yeah, you could also get like flavored popcorns there and classic candies. But uh, but that that reminds me of any store that has those classic candies. Uh, and then Ashley, you brought up the fact of the uh, the lollipops and where we're used to getting them for free. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember going to the bank with my mom as a kid and just going through like the teller line. And I remember it was a first union, and they always gave us green lollipops if there were kids in the car. But you just think about you know lollipops are kind of those things kids love. I think as adults. You eat less and less of them, but it is kind of funny because they bring back some memories. Yeah, so uh, you know what? Today could be a day of encouragement. That's something corny and cheesy like a lollipop day. Maybe today's the day that, uh, A, if you're one of the individuals who gets to hand out a lollipop, like you work at a bank or something like that, that's kind of cool. Hand that thing out. With, hand that sucker out with prize, with uh, <laughs> with pride. And then uh, if you're somebody uh, today, even you adults, if you get an opportunity to ask for a lollipop, today's the day to enjoy it. So... On National Lollipop Day, to you candy stores out there, you candy shops, and those of you who hand out those lollipops, to you this morning from Obi, Ashley, those of us here at K Nation, a sweet national anthem out to you. Oh, Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Don't forget about some of the cool stuff uh, that we've got going on that we'd love to give you for free, like that five-day getaway to Nashville to enjoy the Summer Jam. Five so days, cool. y'all. Five days that we're paying for, and you've only got the next five days to enter to win it. So that's available on K923Orlando.com. All right, Ashley. Um, okay, so so let's talk about this. The difference between a baby shower and what you're in charge of hosting. <laughs> yeah, it's sprinkle. So I know like the ladies out there, especially if you have any friends or maybe you yourself had a baby recently, you've you've heard of these things. Guys, I'll bring you up to speed. But yeah, of course, you know what a baby shower is. But the whole sprinkle thing is like after you've had one baby and you have you want to have another quote unquote shower for the next baby or the next maybe this is your third, whatever it may be after the first, they're calling a sprinkle nowadays. So what's interesting about it is a lot of parents, maybe they got rid of a lot of the stuff for their first kid or a right. lot of years were in between the last kid and they don't have all the baby stuff that they they need. So the sprinkle is essentially a shower and I'm in charge of planning my best friend, which is, which is awesome. This is her second. But it's funny, um, the RSVPing and how that goes. I've had like probably three people actually text me and say, hey, I'll make it or I'm going to be there. But then I've got like, no joke, 25 others who have not RSVP'd at all. And the question is like, do you reach out to people 
when they have an RSVP'd or is that looked at as rude? Like, hey, I don't know. I know you got it. Are you coming? <laughs> <laughs> I know you got it. Um, yeah, you know, well, I, I think uh, one of the best pieces um, that I could ever offer anyone in a scenario like this is blame it on the food. Uh, uh, say that you need you need to know just for the sheer uh, head count of how many people yeah. need to be fed. It, you know, it's funny, though, it, because it never ends. Like, it's always the same story, especially with our close group of girlfriends. Like, as soon as I ask, they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm horrible at RSVPing, but of course I'll be there. It's like, okay, but let's just, like, let's put this out there for everyone. Like, just sing, send the dang text that says <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Um, you know, it's funny, Ash, because when you told me that you were hosting the sprinkle and we were talking about the shower and the sprinkle, it dawned on me right this second as we were talking. Okay, so the shower, you want to shower the couple with gifts, right? Because they, they've never had a baby before. It's the first child. So you shower them with gifts. If they've already had a baby, then you sprinkle them with love. You know, yeah. you, you sprinkle them with a couple of, of goodies uh, well, for this kid. Just- funny the 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 creative ways people come up with anything to have another get together party right because of course she needs things it's a different gender like she has a two-year-old daughter but this is going to be a boy so she doesn't have any boy stuff so of course that all comes into play but it is funny because you're like okay at the end of the at the end of the day this is a shower i saw your registry you need like all the same stuff again <laughs> all right ashley i'm going to i'm going to put you in the hot seat with this and of course you know a- a- answer freely but you've hosted a couple of these already for your friends yeah I- is there anything that you're taking from any of this like you know as, as you look towards the future to become a mom like are you learning anything from the shower sprinkle process Yeah, I think like the biggest thing is ask moms that are already moms, like the biggest things that they used. Like, okay, what are things I can leave off the registry that people think are cool? But what are the things that you actually use? Because you you hate for people to spend their money on things and gift you things that that aren't used or you end up returning. You know, it's going to happen. Yeah. But I think just asking mom friends, you know, okay, what is the stuff that you couldn't live without? Yeah, yeah, that that's so true. You know, we've got uh, Oliver who's seven months, and we've we've had him since day six. Uh, yeah, and and the high chair that we have, man, it is ultra sexy. It is the latest, coolest thing out there, but it is right? such a pain in the neck to to clean. So I wish we would have asked another mom. Uh, you know, hey, is this thing just for looks, or because it, it is the crappiest thing to use? Um, so yeah, so <laughs> I I do love that piece of advice that you're asking, Ash. Well, and it is true. You're talking about baby Ollie. I remember we had this conversation when you got him because all the new products that are out there, like there's so many things that have new technologies that didn't exist even two, three years ago. So yeah, yeah it, it's always interesting. Every single baby shower that goes by, there's always something new. Yeah, yeah, for real. All the gadgets and everything. All right, so coming up uh, next, I want to talk about something that I did yesterday that that to me was a little shameful. Now, there's somebody listening who th- this may be your everyday, the way that I picked out. <laughs> Oh, with, no. The way that I picked out, but we'll talk about it next. Toby and Ashley here on K92.3. It's 76, and uh, yesterday I, I wanted to get into Ash how I feel like horrible. I can't, I cannot repeat <laughs> what I did yesterday today. Okay, okay, but you have to start from the beginning, from like what you did yesterday, why you feel so bad about it, and why you're home alone all week. Okay, so I'm home alone all week because we dropped the kids off at the airport. Well, I, I, I say we, but I dropped the entire family off. 
So everybody's gone in South Carolina for uh, summer camp, right? This is one of those stay-the-night summer camps. So fun, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday on the show. Uh, but yesterday, after the show, I had a couple meetings to be involved in. And then it was what I did for dinner. So after 5 p.m. when I was free, I, I just can't repeat what I did yesterday. It was almost like a free-for-all because... <laughs> what did you do? Well, it's what I ate. It's what I ate. So I went to I went to downtown Winter Garden, first of all, and I, 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 had, I had the world at my fingertips. You know, because I don't have to ask the wife what she's in the mood for. <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't have the kids saying, "Oh, Dad, we don't want to do Thai." You know, yeah, you're living. You're living the bachelor life. Yeah. So you know, I've got the next couple of days. I might as well soak it up. And and so yesterday, I ended up making it on over to BurgerFi. And it's, what's what's funny about BurgerFi is BurgerFi has some really healthy options. But man, what, I, I don't know what I, what was in my system, but I ordered everything that possibly could be fried. I ordered. So like? so fries, onion rings. I had the uh, fried chicken sandwich. Uh, and then, you know, to top everything off, I had one of their concrete uh, desserts. <laughs> so wait, let me ask you this, because obviously that all sounds amazing. Like, that sounds like a typical meal that we'd all love to be able to eat, but we're all like, mm, maybe maybe you should watch not have the onion rings. So is this something you would have ever ordered if the kids and wife were, were there? So... No, no, I wouldn't because A, I try to remain healthy, but I have to be an example in front of the kids. I can't be right. ordering, yeah, I can't order fried stuff and, and concrete desserts <laughs> in front of them. Because they know. all want that. Yeah, well, and then you're preaching to them to eat healthy, but uh, but okay, so so that that wasn't the worst. Uh, uh, probably, really? <laughs> probably what was the worst, and here, I'm about to paint a picture, y'all, okay? So this is, we're, we're all friends here, right? We're all family. Yeah, so, what'd you do next? <laughs> I went home and uh, I dropped the AC to 70. I watched a documentary that was like a three-hour documentary with no shirt on, and I ate that food in no shame. Oh, so you took it home with you. Yeah, I took the food you, home. You so didn't take out. You, you know how you can just, you know when you're home alone, you can eat the way you want to eat, okay? Not that I'm some savage caveman. Yeah, but yeah. You, yeah, no, wait, you can. Wait, you're living. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, so that's what yesterday looked like for me, and and that's fun. That was the that was the first day home alone. Today, I'll probably take it better, and uh, I'll get better as the week goes by. Yeah, yeah. That's like when you eat like that. Those are the days where you're like, oh, I'll just have a spinach salad today because that'll totally make up for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So thanks for letting me be honest with you. As we've got Ashley's all access next. K ninety two three. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. So SEC football fans, I know you're getting excited because that's about to start. So there's a lot of buzz because yesterday started what they call the SEC Media Days. So they start ramping up the teams, getting everybody excited about who's playing, who's coaching. But Luke Combs uh, has a hype video for the SEC football season, which is really cool because the SEC is really, really big in the South. Obviously, you got the Florida Gators in there. But to have a country star as big as Luke Holmes kind of do a quote-unquote theme song as part of a hype video, check it out. Yeah, listen to all these teams. So it's called South. And yeah, if you listen closely, you heard the dogs mentioned, the gators uh, so that is pretty cool. I have it posted on the K92.3 uh, website so you can watch the video because they have all kinds of footage, you know, like football footage to really get you pumped up for the football season.
Now, switching gears here to completely non-country music related, this is more Hollywood, you could call it nowadays, with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle obviously living out in California. And they're working on all kinds of deals. Remember when they decided to leave the royal family? They weren't going to be getting any of those finances anymore. So they're picking up deals kind of left and right from starting their podcasting company uh, to talks about Disney movies, right? Well, Prince Harry has reportedly got a $20 million advance to write a tell-all memoir. So think about that, $20 million when you're not, when you don't have your financial income that you had as a royal anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, I I can imagine. Well, and you know what's funny is that for for you or I, if we were to win that in the lotto, like that, that's it, we would be set, set for life. For them, for for them, they they have to continue making deals like that because twenty million. I mean, to sustain their their version of life, right. uh, is just kind of crazy. But you know, you know what I what I thought about this too, Ashley, is that if I was the publishing company, and I was the one asking Prince Harry for this book, right, and I was the one paying the twenty million dollar check, I would want some dirt. I wouldn't want him to just kind of skate around the royal family. <laughs> you know how nice it is to eat tea and crumpets in the morning. Oh you know, yeah! Like I, I'd want to, I'd want to know some of the some of the mischief. You know, uh, for well, a lot and of that's pe- actually that's what's scaring the royal family. There's rumor that they're a little bit nervous about this because they don't know what he's going to reveal, and because of that whole Oprah Meghan Markle interview where a lot was revealed, they're nervous that Harry's going to tell more. And so he's kind of in this place where this is what he said. He said he's worn many hats over the years, both literally and figuratively. And his hope with this uh, storytelling is being able to share the highs and the lows and show people that no matter where we come from, we have more in common than we think. Those are his words. So interesting. You know, I mean, we spent a a time during the pandemic watching um, The Crown, you know, on Netflix and you get a little view into the behind the scenes of the monarchy. It's not like it was back in the medieval times where the the people, you know, had to fork over their gold and treasures to the king and queen. It's not like that anymore for them. So when you see Prince Harry, when you see him trying to strike $20 million deals, they need that money. Yeah, that's just so interesting. We'll, we'll see what Prince Harry reveals, you know, because at the end of the day, that is his family, too, where I know that he would rather them be getting along. Like, yeah. I don't think he purposely wants to cause a rift, but it sounds like he's going to reveal some stuff. And then also, lastly, I just want to remind you, because you only got a couple more days to get registered for this trip to Nashville, where we're covering your airfare with Carl Black, your hotel room, and five nights, by the way. This is going to be so many concerts you're going to get to see, including Blake Shelton, Thomas Rhett, Carrie Underwood, so many stars. So if you don't have a clue what I'm even talking about, this is the first time you've heard about it, get online to K923Orlando.com. It is super easy to enter. Ashley's All Access is brought to you by Safe Touch Security, home of the verified response. K23. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. All right, 725, 925. See, we, we want you to get used to those times because that's when we're going to highlight people doing the right thing. Best time on the air. What you, what you got for us today, Ash? Okay, I love this story. I actually saw it yesterday and shared it to my Facebook page because Cincinnati firefighters came to the rescue of a dog who fell between two concrete walls. And if you're like, what? How does that even happen? I think we're all scratching our heads when you see the video, and I'll post it to the Obi and Ashley Facebook page. But the owners thought the dog had ran away and like was in the forest behind their home somewhere. They had put up 
uh, even signs, you know, the ones that you see in neighborhoods on telephone poles saying missing dog, please call this number if seen. So they thought the dog had ran away. And then they found that the dog was actually pretty close by being in between two concrete walls, the Cincinnati firefighters had to do about $1,000 in damage uh, with a sledgehammer and saws to get the dog from between these two walls. So how did the dog end up slipping in between the walls? So they're not really sure. There was like a crevice. That's all the details they gave. There was a crevice that the dog somehow slipped between. And this was actually a nearby homeowner that heard the dog crying from their garage wall. So while the dog was not in the actual home of its owner, it was close by in the neighborhood. So when it escaped, it apparently fell in the, in this crevice that got this dog behind the garage wall where they had to basically break it down to get the dog out. Wow. You know, I, I think of uh, I think of all the tight spots that dogs can get themselves wedged into. You, you hear that whimpering, right? Like I, yes. as you as you. As you share this story, like I can hear the dog whimpering and people being like, what? What's that sound? What's that coming from? So the neighbor's name was Gertie. She was the one that uh, found and heard the dog. But it was uh, firefighter Jenny Adkins who who put the work in using the sledgehammer, breaking down the concrete block wall. And it was pretty much like block by block. She tried pulling back to see if she could see the dog in there. And then she just, you know, if you can envision it pulls the dog out of the wall and it was a happy reunion for sure so again to our firefighters like i love that our men and women who decide to do that for a living like every day is a spin of the wheel as to what they're going to get like it, it, it can land on anything from from somebody with chest pain to an actual fire to here busting a wall to get a dog out what a great story yeah, so Cincinnati firefighters right there and Jenny Adkins who put the work in and the neighbor, don't forget the neighbor, uh, Gertie, who heard the dog crying and uh, made it happen. That's doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Obi and Ashley, this is K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Now today, as the human race... We get to experience something pretty cool, okay? So it was last uh, week that we were talking about Richard Branson. If you don't know who Richard Branson is, before Jeff Bezos was even popular, Richard Branson was the billionaire bad boy who was already trying to get up up into space. Well, he accomplished that feat last week with Virgin Galactica and that really cool supersonic ship that went up. Um, And then, of course, Blue Origin... They're going to take their stab at it today. Now, here's what's fun is that you've got these billionaires, right? So Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, um, uh, Elon Musk. Uh, what Blue Origin, what they said last week was that Richard Branson and his crew from Virgin Galactica, they didn't truly, truly make it into space because they made it 53.5 miles up. Which I think it's like a lot of the, and don't take this the wrong way because we love our folks at NASA, but you know what I mean? I think it's the hardcore space, quote unquote, space nerds who said that because I think the people like you and I who are definitely not educated or smart enough to work at NASA, like when we see them floating in space to us, <laughs> everyday people, we're like, um, no, you made they're it. definitely in space. <laughs> <laughs> you made it, guys. Yeah, but you know what is interesting because, Obi, for our jobs, you know, like when we talk about this stuff, we do our research, we start reading about it. And I do find it really fascinating to know that Mark Bezos, like this Blue Origin thing, because 
for for a lot of us, we just heard about Blue Origin recently, right? But it's been like a company for two decades that he started it. So he didn't just hear about, oh, Richard Branson is going to space. Let me try my hand at it. Like he's been working at this, which I think is just interesting because you can assume, oh, because he's got money all of a sudden. Like, no, this dude's right. been at it for a while. So Jeff Bezos, right. And then, uh, you know, what's going to be different about his flight today is that they're going to break the 62 mile mark which uh, some are saying is truly space, and and it's who he's taking too. It's the payload. So yes. so Jeff Bezos, uh, responsible now for not only making history by going sixty two miles up as the human being, and and the world's richest human being. On top of that, y'all, we're talking about a dude who's got more money than than Oprah, and he's strapping a rocket to his back well, let's, to head up let's into talk space. About- those three people who's going with him because you got two people that are this it's pretty interesting the youngest who's an 18 year old and the oldest who's an 82 year old woman going to space the oldest and youngest people ever to be in space and then you've got jeff bezos brother his younger brother who for work was a former marketing executive and volunteer firefighter so think about how cool that is for him man you know like uh again what's going to come out of this is that you go up into space. I, I don't know how much time they're going to spend up there. You know, I don't know. If I it's, think it's, I read like 11 minutes, something like 11 minutes to get it? up. Yeah. That's it. And somebody that's, paid $20 million to sit in that seat for 11 minutes. Yes. And that was last week too. Remember Richard Branson's flight. It wasn't very long that they were up there, but when you bring up the $28 million, can you rewind to, was it last week when the person who paid the $28 million, they kept confidential but they had to cancel their flight because they had other plans and they couldn't make it this morning. Okay, so hold on. That's a real story. That's a real story. So there's supposed to be somebody on the rocket who's not going to be on the rocket because they had other things scheduled? Like, what, yeah. what, what a funeral? What, what, could well, be the, what could be so important that you forego your trip to space to make human history? Like, when, when these guys land, they're making the history books. Well, and that's the only reason why this 18-year-old that's going up today is able to make it because that other person, quote-unquote, canceled. Which I just say, okay, come on. If you put that kind of money out there and you are going to space, I think somebody just got cold feet last minute. Yeah. And we'll never find out who. Oh, my God. A- Ashley, great point. You know, it's almost like looking at a, at a roller coaster. You're like, yeah, I'm going to ride that. And then you get up to the roller coaster and you're like, mm, right? look how high it goes. Mm. <laughs> oh, my cool, God. Though. All right, so this launch is going to be taking place at 9 a.m. Blue Origin. This is cool, guys. This is human history that we're watching as uh, as these billionaires make that space race happen for us normal people. K92.3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check. Google Dan Newland. We're on with Byron over in St. Cloud. Uh, Byron, if you can, tell everybody else why you're calling us. So... I went on a date with this gal named Amy. She, um, I don't know. I thought it was like a great date. I thought we did it. We hit it off very nicely. I paid for dinner. I thought I was being a great gentleman, but now she's just not texting me back and, you know, ghosting me. And first off, I can't, I can't stand that, but that's really not the point here. It's like, I just want to get an answer from her, you know, and I'm kind of just getting out there. I, I, you know, I can't, I came out of a a long-term relationship. So did you tell her that? Did you talk about yeah, that? I told her that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like excessively? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to go ahead and we're going to give this Amy a call. 
And if we can get to her, then maybe we can introduce the both of you and you guys can work it out, okay? You're awesome. Thank you. Uh, was looking to speak to Amy, please. And this is her. Amy, good morning. My name is Obi, and that is Ashley. Good morning. So I like to tell you that there's two of us. We're morning radio show hosts for the big station here in town, K92.3. All right. Can I help you with something? <laughs> yeah, okay, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get you back together with somebody who you already went on a date with. Byron emailed us. So does that name ring a bell? Yeah, I mean, I met this guy on Bumble. We went on one date. He called a radio station. I'm sorry. This is freaking weird. (laughs) Trust us. Trust us. We Uh, know. Amy, if there's anything that's cool about this is that this is the trust tree. So we are trying to get you two back together again. And and it's not weird for us. Let's just explain that. We don't think he's weird or you're weird. We're just trying to help him out. Um, this is... This is weird to me, but... Well, what did he do that you're not calling him back? And and it's okay. If you're just not attracted to the guy, that's cool, too. Oh, well, dude, well, we, I mean, we went on one date, and I mean, like, he was a cute guy, you know, but every story that he told, he was like, he's like one of those guys that's like a one-upper. He's a, he's a what? He's like a one-upper. To every story you were telling? Yeah, so everything that I would say about myself, he'll say something that he did, how he did it better, or how he did something similar, but it was more extravagant. You know, it was just a better experience. I don't get it. I mean, I totally know what you're saying. Um, so, like, I was talking about a trip that I went. I just went on a solo trip to Japan um, wow. last year. And then he would top that with, like, oh, yeah, I went around the world for two months by myself, and I went to all these places, or, like... <laughs> You know, my my dad just went back to school and got his doctorate, and it was, like, a big deal for our family. And then he topped that with how his whole family is in medicine, and they've always excelled at the top schools and this and that. And it was so so Amy, right, man. Amy, so wait a minute. I, I, I'm not understanding. So you just don't like his stories? No, he's a one-upper. Like, anything I did wasn't as good as what he did. Right. And like, instead of listening to your stories, he was just waiting for the next opportunity to tell his cool story. Exactly. He was definitely bragging. Well, Amy, appreciate you talking to us, but we do want to let you know that right now at this moment, he is on the line and Byron just had a chance to hear all this. Yeah. Hi, Amy. (laughs) Do you remember this stuff happening? Yeah, I do. But I, I, I mean, like, I'm not lying. All the stories are true. It's just like, I want to relate to you in some way, you know? And I'm trying to do it by sharing stories from my life. I don't know. Okay, but then explain this route of communication. Like, why do we have to go on the radio now? Everyone knows our business. Everyone knows because our you story. Me. You, didn't, you didn't call me back. You didn't text me. Like, I'd love to know your thoughts. This is so this extreme. Yeah, is this the next story you're going to tell someone? Like, I don't want to be a part of that story. I mean, you, dude, you even did it with your food. What do you mean? We were what? sitting there. I got a filet, and I talked about how I love making filet at home. Like, that's, like, a special dish that I like to make when I have people over. And then he was like, oh, yeah, well, I make a really awesome thing, and I get it at this fancy market in Winter Park. Yeah, yeah, my butcher's amazing. And I, like, recommended my butcher to her. Like, I think that's all I was doing, you know? This is exactly what I mean. I'm talking about how I make something delicious, and then you're topping it with, with your butcher, like, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. Do you not even want suggestions? 
I mean, come on, that's what I'm saying. I just told you I made a good one. Uh, with a subpar fillet. Wow. Uh, so, Byron, did you know that that you one up people? I mean, I I, I don't well, know. If- now, now I'm like considering, and I know that song. Anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> I thought it might be something like that, but I didn't expect it to come off as like one upping. Okay, so guys, second date. I don't know. No. Whoa. No. Okay. <laughs> Please don't keep texting me. And also, I recommend not going to a radio station and trying to get a girl to go out with you on a second date. Okay. Man. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Hey again, it's Obie and Ashley here thanking you for taking your time to listen to the podcast. Now, you know that we've got an unfiltered version of the podcast, too, where we go a little bit deeper. There's no FCC rules there or anything like that. And again, you can listen really anywhere you go. So whether you're going to the gym, walking the dog, maybe you're going out on the boat for the day. Yeah, those are good places. Uh, Don't listen to us, though, if you're in church or you're going through your counseling session to make things right with your wife. (laughs) Not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ashley, where can they catch you? Ashley Stegbauer. And you can find me at Obi Diaz or at Obi the Great. All right, y'all, to the future. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.